I want to talk about our opponent. They're bigger, faster, stronger, more experienced, and on paper, they're just better, and they know it too. But I want to tell you something that they don't know. They don't know your heart. Patchwork Heart Ministry presents Young Catholics Respond, a challenge for young people to stand up for the Catholic faith and confound the world with radical hope. Now, here's your host, Bill Snyder. Thanks, Adam, and welcome to Young Catholics Respond, everyone. I am Bill Snyder. It's wonderful to be with all of you. I hope that you are having a wonderful Lenten season and really growing close to the Lord during these days, right? I mean, it's a wonderful season to do some self-examination, some reflection on where we are in our relationship with the Lord. And um, so I hope that it's going well for you. I haven't done an episode of Young Catholics Respond in quite some time, mainly because I am a work-from-home dad, and there are only so many quiet hours in the day uh, when you have a 22-month-old son. I can't believe uh, he's 22 months already, but um, it's a joy in my life to be able to uh, be a work-from-home dad and take care of him uh, while I work um, on this ministry. I mean, this is my full-time life. It's my full-time uh, job, uh, first to be a father, and then um, secondly to be reaching out and uh, inspiring hearts and minds um, like the Holy Spirit has placed on my heart to do. And so I thank all of you for following our ministry, Patchwork Heart Ministry, uh, on YouTube and Facebook uh, and all the different social media platforms. And most recently, thank you for supporting our documentary, uh, the brand new documentary on the Shroud of Turin, which is honestly also a large reason why I haven't been doing as many podcasts, is because I have been editing a uh, feature-length movie uh, on the Shroud of Turin and doing a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes work with that. And so, uh, you know, when it comes to film production, there are countless number of hours that one can spend uh, creating film and, you know, tape from everything from taping to editing and all of that. And now that the film is released, uh, it was released uh, about one month ago, uh, February 22nd, Ash Wednesday is when we released the movie. And it's been doing so well. Uh, we are incredibly blessed. I mean, I'm blown away by how well this movie has been received by the by by the culture uh we have sold uh a number of copies more than i thought we would sell at this point uh and also we have had some wonderful showings uh big thank you to eric ortiz and inspiration studios in west Allis, wisconsin for hosting the premiere and for those of you in the illinois and the chicago area uh, we are actually going to be having a in-person showing at Marytown uh, coming up here on April 4th. So if you are in the area on April 4th uh, in Libertyville, Illinois, at the National Shrine of St. Maximilian Colby, Libertyville, Illinois, um, the Chicagoland area, come on out. It's a free showing. I believe it begins at 7.30 p.m., uh, I will give a brief introduction, and then they're going to show the film there as well. So uh, we're really excited 
that this film is doing so well. And if you want to bring it to your parish and or your group, uh, please reach out to me. Uh, right on our website, you're going to see a, a you know contact us you know button, um, but you can email us about the film at shroudfilm at patchworkheart.org. I will get back to you with all the licensing agreements and everything that you need uh, to make the film a success with your group. And so, again, we're so blessed uh, and, we, and we're so thankful to the many, many media outlets that have covered this uh, from relevant radio to EWTN radio. I mean, we are just so blessed that so many uh, people have written articles, CatholicMom.com, Amanda Lauer, uh, just amazing amazing coverage and so we are so honored and humbled and blessed to be able to offer you this documentary who do you say i am which is an exploration of the shroud of turin based on both faith and science uh, and we do encourage you to check it out you know if you want to watch it like right now after this podcast is over uh, go over to our website you can purchase the film right there it's on, it's on the home page we have another page dedicated to it patchworkheart.org click on purchase or rent the documentary uh, we tried to keep it as affordable as possible for people we know that um, you know this is a season that people are looking for enrichment and to grow closer to the lord so um, you know please hit up our website patchworkheart.org uh, and grab the film right there uh, we're hoping it's going to be available on other platforms as well like Amazon Prime and a bunch of other places uh, as well. We're submitting through Film Hub, so say a prayer because we really do hope that this film gets out there just beyond the you know Catholic circles into our culture as a whole. Um, and that's really our prayer that this happen. So please pray for us. Um, but you know, I I thought that um, you know during the Lenten season here we would do a podcast, but we do it kind of based off of the scripture from the documentary the the title to the documentary is based on matthew chapter 16 uh, where jesus asks who do you say that i am and so this is a question that really i have been pondering for the better part of two years because uh doing this documentary we knew that this was the question that we wanted to ask and so i've been thinking about this question for quite some time uh, pondering it and how it fits into not only the documentary but into our our lives as a whole. And you know, I uh, I I I did when I opened the documentary up. Uh, and if you get the opportunity to watch it, the first four and a half minutes of the documentary uh, really focus on the state of the world and ask this question: What if Jesus is real and he left a sign of his resurrection on a burial cloth. What does that mean for your life? And after looking at all this evidence, who do you say I am? So that's kind of the point of the documentary. But as a whole, during this season, I think it's really important that we actually take a look at that question because it is the core question of our faith. This is a personal and direct question. In fact, let's look at Scripture. Again, I mentioned it's Matthew chapter 16, and it begins with verse 13, and it says, When Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, 
he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And then Jesus goes on to reply to Peter, and he says, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly ordered his disciples to tell no one that he was the Messiah. Man, what a powerful scripture that is. Just powerful, right? Let's back it up to the first question. I know we're talking about the second question an awful lot here in this podcast, but I want to back it up to the first question because it gives a ton of context about where we are in our society, I think, today, and it's really not all that different from ancient times. But Jesus first asks, who do people say the Son of Man is? And his disciples answer, some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. So, in other words, the culture is saying, ah, he's an important figure, right? He can be a prophet. He can be somebody who is a leader of people. That's what society is saying. They recognize his importance. But then Jesus asks the follow-up question, and this one is much more personal. Who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter, through the grace of the Holy Spirit, and the wisdom of God the Father answers, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And right then, Jesus goes, man, I'm going to build my church on you. You recognize that I am the Messiah. And more importantly, you recognize that I am your Messiah, right? The world can answer, oh, he's a great prophet, he's a great teacher, he's a great leader, he's all of these things that we can look up to, but he's more than that. And that is what Jesus is longing for us to understand inside of our hearts this Lent. I am more than a prophet. I am more than an important teacher. I am more than an important leader. I am the Messiah. I am your Messiah. I am your God. I have come 
to save you, to bring you into glory with me in heaven. That is why I am here, and you recognize it, Peter. You see, that is why you get to be the rock, because you recognize this, and you, through the grace of the Holy Spirit, through the wisdom of God the Father, have recognized this, and you will help others to recognize this. Sure, Peter has an up-and-down relationship with Jesus, right? I mean, it it goes from confessing Jesus as the Messiah to sinking in the sea, right, when Peter's belief wavers. Like, he understands that Peter is not always going to be perfect. But the thing that separates Peter in this situation from the culture is not that he is more perfect. It's that he believes that he is the Messiah and that he has the words and that he has the gift of everlasting life to give to anyone who believes in him. See, that is the reason why Jesus continues on and says, I'm going to build my church upon you, Peter. It's incredible. And it's something that we need to look at as disciples of Jesus today. This is something that we need to embrace and ponder this question. Because it is personal. And the world is going to give a different answer than we are supposed to give as disciples of Jesus. You can go ask anybody out there in the world that is tied into this culture of death, and they are going to say, yeah, yeah, Jesus, he's a interesting guy. Maybe he has some words of wisdom for us. Maybe he has some good, you know, spiritual maxims for us to live by. But that's it. That's all that Jesus can offer us. He can't give us new life. He can't give us salvation. He can't bring us to heaven. No, he's just a spiritual leader. And therefore, we can pick and choose which teachings we like about him and which teachings we don't like and just go off and live our life. That's so boring. Society gets it so wrong. (laughs) They do. They get it so wrong. Because if Jesus isn't the Messiah and he is just a spiritual leader or somebody who we can look up to for some teachings, but he isn't the Lord. He isn't the Messiah. He isn't the 
God that is going to redeem you and save you and bring you into heaven if he's not that then you can at the end of the day just dismiss whatever he is teaching you if you don't think that it is bettering your life or it's making your life more pleasurable, you can just walk away from it. It's easy to walk away from if he's not the one who is bringing you into heaven with him. It's easy. But when you recognize that He is the Messiah, when He is the Son of the living God. By the way, I really like that in Scripture. The Son of the living God. God is not dead. Right? When you recognize that, it transforms your life completely. In fact, you can't walk away. It is impossible for you to walk away from Jesus when you recognize that. You will stick with him until the end. Once you embrace Jesus as your Messiah. Yeah, you might waver like Peter does. You might waver in faith. You might have some moments where you stray away. But you it is impossible for you to leave Jesus and completely walk away from him once you recognize that he is the savior of your life, that he has come to redeem you and bring you to heaven with him. That is a Jesus that we are called to come to know. Not just merely a set of teachings and a great leader and a spiritual guy that can teach us a lot about life. No. We are are to come to know him personally and encounter his love for us personally and understand that when he enters into our hearts, that he is there to stay as the Messiah, as the Lord, and that we are not going to walk away from him because it's impossible for us to do so because we know that he loves us and that he cares for us and that he wants us to be with him forever and he will do anything, including go to the cross and suffer and die and rise again all for you. If you were the only person on the face of the planet, if you were the only one in need of salvation, he would do it again for you. That is how much God loves you. So this Lent, we really need to take a look at this. We really need to encounter Jesus. Jesus, the Son of the living God, who is going to pour it all out for us on 
Good Friday and triumphantly rise again. You know, this is the reason why the church does this thing every year in Lent. It, it gives us a awakening every year so that we have the opportunity to answer, hey, Jesus, are you really the Lord of my life? Are you really the Messiah? Are you really the God who personally and unconditionally loves me? Or are you just an important figure? Lent gives us the opportunity to reflect on that personal question. For six and a half weeks, we get the opportunity to look at that question in our lives. And as we come to ponder that question, each and every year we continually get closer and closer to him. And we realize that we are beginning to put some distance between us and the world and the culture Right? If you think about all the things, all the craziness that's going on in the world today, and it's craziness, it's bonkers out there. Think about your life as a Christian and where you are in the midst of that culture. Are you swept away by that culture or are you coming out of that culture and stepping into the life of grace with Christ? Over your life, have you stepped away from the culture and become and have become more attached to Christ or is it the other way around i would venture to say that in your relationship with christ you, you have become more and more detached from the world and more and more attached to christ you know all the fancy and shiny objects that the world offers us all the trappings of the world they fade away they're not important at life's most important moments we can recognize how fast the world changes and how firm Christ is in our lives right saint bruno had that wonderful quote where he said while the world changes, the cross stands firm. It's a powerful quote, especially for our time. And to understand that Jesus is the one that is firmly anchored on that cross. He is, he is there waiting for us to come and, and, and be with him and be by his side. And despite the sufferings, despite all of the, you know, horrible things we can experience in this life, he is the one. He is the divine physician that can bring us hope and healing and life, everlasting life. And that all this stuff in the world is just going to fade away at the end of time. All the fancy gadgets and toys and whatever we're going to even put in our bellies, right? Food. You know, it all fades away. And only he remains. So I really want you this Lent and the remainder of this Lent to draw close to Jesus through this question and ponder it. 
as I said, I've been pondering this for about two years in preparing and creating this documentary on the Shroud of Turin. So I've looked at it from the angle of science. I've looked at it from the angle of faith, and I've tried to blend those two together. And it has been a powerful experience for me in my life to grow closer and closer to Jesus uh, by pondering this question. There are so many different ways we can ponder this, but at its core, it is a personal and direct question. It's not just a personal and direct question to the apostles. It's a personal and direct question to you right now in your life. Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Am I the world's definition or am I the Lord and the Messiah and the one who is going to come to take you to heaven and redeem you. Am I that or am I just a great teacher? And somebody who you can look up to, possibly. Or am I a nuisance, right? I mean, the world often thinks Jesus is a nuisance. We know that, even from Scripture, right? All the spiritual leaders of the day sought to crucify him, and they did, right? Because he was a nuisance. So, is he? Is he a nuisance? Is he a great spiritual leader, somebody who we can just look up to for direction and guidance in our life? Or is he the one that is going to redeem you and save you and take you to heaven with him at the end of your life is it or isn't he that's the question that i have for you it's the question that jesus has for you and so i've been as i said looking at this for quite some time at some different angles and if it can help you if it is a way for you to ponder this question which i hope it is it's the reason why I believe the Lord led me and Kent Kahalski to create this documentary on the Shroud of Turin, right? Like, that's the reason why we did this. There's really no other reason. I've been doing some publicity for this, and every single time somebody asks me, why did you do this? I said, it's a freak accident of the Holy Spirit. It really is uh, that, that we created this documentary. We even made it. Um, and I'm blown away by what the Lord is doing through it. So if it is a way for you to ponder this question, and we hope it is, then please check it out. Right? There are multiple ways you can get it. I mentioned you can go to our website, patchworkheart.org, to get the documentary on the homepage. Or you can also subscribe to our good friends at cmax.tv. And we encourage you to look up their platform if you're looking for more Christ-centered entertainment and um, not just entertainment, but formational tools, uplifting documentaries, things like that. They are the number one source out there, in my opinion, for great Catholic media, great Catholic video media 
cmax.tv. It's available to any subscribers. It's $13 a month to subscribe. So replace your Netflix subscription with cmax.tv. They have stuff for kids. They have stuff for adults. It's wonderful. Um, and you cannot stop watching all of this wonderful uh, content that they put out. So uh, I'm blessed and honored to be a part of their platform uh, that the documentary is on cmax.tv. Uh, please go check it out. Uh, but this really is um, a way, we hope, for you to be able to ponder that question and, and grow closer to Christ. So many people out there today uh, use science for a barometer of where society is headed and what um, you know what is possible out there. Well, what happens when we blend science and faith together? What happens when we bring those two things together and we say, who do you say I am? What happens? Well, find out in the documentary. Go to our website, patchworkheart.org to learn more and to purchase the film. Uh, that's what I have for you guys today. I appreciate you all tuning in to Young Catholics Respond to Patchwork Heart Radio. We do hope to have some more podcasts for you coming out soon. Uh, so stay tuned to our networks. Please do not forget to subscribe to us on all the different platforms. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, watch us on YouTube, and don't forget to click that little subscribe button on YouTube. It's so very important. Uh, really helps us get the message out there uh, to more people. Every time you click subscribe or share or like, it's an evangelization tool, right? Think about it. When you post something up on Facebook or you say, hey, I'm going to share this, and somebody sees it, Somebody listens to this podcast because you share it, it's evangelization. It's the easiest way to evangelize. I do it all the time with others' posts and others' material because it's the easiest way to evangelize. Share it. Like it. Talk to a neighbor about it at you know, a, a local coffee shop. Do this. And I promise you this Lent, when you ponder this question... Who do you say I am? Whether you watch documentary or you don't, you you ponder this question in your own way. You will grow closer to Jesus, um, and you as you examine the evidence for exactly who He is and what He can do for you. So, until next time, folks. I really do appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in to Young Catholics Respond Patchwork Art Radio. May God bless you your families, and keep beating to those Catholic hearts. Young Catholics Respond is a production of Patchwork Heart Ministry. For more information about this and all our media programs, visit patchworkheartradio.org. To learn how you can support our ministry or become a sponsor, visit patchworkheart.org. Did you enjoy this podcast? Listen to other podcasts from Patchwork Heart Ministry by following Patchwork Heart Radio wherever you listen to podcasts.